Good win for the Los Angeles Lakers. They take care of business tonight at Staples Center. 102 to 93, the final score over the Portland Trailblazers. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Let me throw out the number real quick here. Um, 877-710-ESPN. We're going to get a chance to hear from LeBron James here in just a couple of minutes or so. Um, okay, let, let's uh, let's kind of simplify this. Lakers obviously desperate for a win. Yes, I'll use the word desperate. Uh, I have not been overly concerned about the losses, but when they're starting to stockpile, um, you know, you just kind of pay attention to the NBA standings and you're worried about where the Clippers at. How far are you back now from the Utah Jazz? Right on your heels are the Phoenix Suns, a couple other teams, even Portland. If Portland would have won tonight, they would have been uh, right, uh, right around where the Lakers are. So I-, I do think tonight was important for the Lakers. I really do. I, I-, I believe that a win like tonight is – um, something that uh, can can kind of help close out this these last three games before the All-Star break, gain some momentum here. I don't know if that's going to happen without Dennis Schroeder, but Dennis Schroeder came back tonight, and it's just an incredible, incredible difference for everybody. You got to have that player that can do the things LeBron James does on the offensive side, that can... Um, be a defensive pesk. And when I say he can do the stuff that LeBron does, really all I'm referring to is put some pressure on the defense, get to the basket, create for yourself, uh, dish out a couple dimes, get to the free throw line. That's what Dennis Schroeder does. Is he going to do it as good as the other elite point guards in the NBA? No, he doesn't, but he doesn't need to on this Lakers team. He gave the Lakers 22 tonight. You know, I, I, I look at and I pay attention to um, who the Lakers had these last couple of games in the start, Wesley Matthews, THT. It's just, it's such a huge difference. So uh, it was great to see Schroeder in, and Schroeder got results for the Lakers. Lakers team defense was fantastic. That is the difference of the game. They only gave up 93 points to Portland. And I, listen, I'm not also, I, I do understand Yusuf Nurkic is out, Zach Collins, CJ McCollum. Uh, Portland's beat up too, but I'll take Lakers beat up over Portland beat up but you got to have Dennis Schroeder in the game. LBJ was fantastic tonight. Um, you know, how, how do you describe this stat line? 28 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. Okay, well, LBJ does that a lot of the time. By the way, efficiently, too. I love how Michael always points that out. Well, how's he? is it efficient or no? 11 to 21 from the field and uh, 2 of 5 from the uh, three-point line. But LeBron, on top of all those offensive stats, had four steals and three block shots. Let's take a listen to LeBron, get his thoughts on uh, this Lakers win over the Portland Trailblazers, 102-93. to Hey, LeBron, you have to go back to 2012 to find a stat line like this. It was Josh Smith, actually, with the amount of points, rebounds, assists, plus the yeah, four steals and three blocks. What what was it on the defensive end uh, tonight from you? What was the way of trying to set the tone on that end? Um, just trying to do whatever it takes to help us get off this uh, losing streak, and uh, but that's always been my game. Um, you know, to be able to play both ends of the floor, hold myself accountable and be there for my teammates. And uh, tonight was a um, was an instance where I was able to you know, get some steals, get some blocks, you know, uh, took a couple of charges and, and just trying to, you know, be the voice and, and also act on action as well on the, on the defensive end. You guys had a certain game plan uh, that worked pretty well against Dame uh, in the playoffs last year. It seemed like you employed it, especially in the second half tonight. What, what's the key there for you uh, and the bigs coming up to helping the guards and, and how do the guards do with Shooter and Caruso specifically? In KCP, should say. Uh, I mean, well, you have to because Dame has, uh, you know, Dame has unlimited uh, range. So you have to be up on screens. Uh, once he crosses half court, he is in his range. 
Um, so, you know, you have to have everybody up the floor, the guy that's guarding them and the guy that's guarding the pick and roll. Um, it's going to be double drags. It's going to be single drags. It's going to be a lot of things that's going on in early transition. And uh, when you're not, um, a couple instances tonight, he made us pay for it, you know, uh, coming off and letting it go. And when we tried it, when we got it right, we was able to execute it, uh, um, you know, to the best of our ability. Dave. Lorraine, go away from the court for a second. Um, Zlatan, the soccer player, said that he believes that famous people and athletes such as yourself shouldn't use their platform to do anything other than what they're good at in their athletic endeavor. As someone who has promoted the idea of more than an athlete and, and trying to empower uh, players to, to, to use their voice to speak on their communities, do you have any response to what he said? Nah, uh, absolutely not. I mean, because at the end of the day, um, you know, I would never uh, shut up about things that's um, that's wrong. Um, I, I preach about my people and I preach about, uh, you know, equality, um, some justice, racism, um, you know, sy systematic uh, uh, voting, uh, voter suppression, um, things that go on in our community, um, because I was a part of my community at one point and seeing the things that was going on. And I know the you know, what's going on still because I have a group of uh, 300 plus kids at my school that's going through the same thing and they need a voice. Um, um, and I'm their voice. I'm their voice. And I use my platform to continue to shed light on everything that may be going on, not only in my community, but around the, uh, you know, this country and around the world. So, um, you know, if, if, if there's no reason, uh, well, not to say no reason, but there's no way uh, I will ever just stick to sports because I understand how um, you know, how this platform and how powerful my voice is. Um, and he can just ask uh, Renee uh, Montgomery, uh, you know, if I would have shut up and just dribbled. Um, seeing that beautiful black woman today, um, you know, be a part of a, a group um, where she's part of an ownership group now with the Atlanta Dream down in Atlanta. And uh, it's funny he say that because I believe in like 2018, he was the same guy who said uh, when he was back in Sweden, talking about the same things um, because his last name wasn't a certain last name that uh, he felt like it was some racism going on when he was out on the pitch. Um, right. He did say that. Right. Yeah. I thought he was, I thought he said that. So um, I speak from a very educated mind. Um, so um, I'm kind of the wrong guy to actually go at because I do my homework. Dan. Well, I can't ask you about anything else now. So um, <laughs> I, I, along those lines, like when you look around this league and, and you see a new generation of players not growing into their voices, but like coming to the league with them, having them. I'm curious, how does that make you feel? And if there are there any players in particular whose leadership at a young age really speaks to you? Oh, well, one, it makes me feel um... – I'm proud to be a part of a, of a generation where our voices are heard and guys are speaking from an educated, um, you know, mindset. But more importantly, they speak from, a, I think when you speak from your heart, um, it, it rings bells even louder. And we got, um, you know, a lot of guys that are speaking from the heart that didn't believe they had a voice at one point in time or, you know, now they're coming into it and they see that they can have a voice and, and, and that their voice really matters. Um, so that, that, that makes me proud. Um, and you, you see, uh, you know, guys like, uh, you know, uh, Jalen Brown, um, who's very, you know, obviously he, he's educated beyond his years. And I, and I love the, what he stands for um, in our league. 
And you see Pat Mahomes, also a younger guy, and Alvin Kamara, and you know, in the NFL, and those guys speaking about things. They're young, but they speak about things that, you know, they feel like is unjust as well um, in their communities and 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 whatever that's going on in the whole grand scheme of things. So, um, you know, as athletes, obviously, we've been heard this for a long time to just, you know, just you know, you should be privileged. You should be, uh, you know, you should be thankful, uh, you know, to to be able to dribble a ball or run a football or be able to. Uh, do it a hundred yard dash or, you know, or be able to, uh, you know, swing a baseball bat and things of that nature. You shouldn't be able to speak about anything else. Um, no matter if it's right or wrong, you should, uh, should just, just do that. Um, but um, that's not the case. Um, it's not the case anymore. Um, as long as I'm around, um, it won't be the case for a long time. Time for more, Kyle Goon. Hey, LeBron. Um, just, just on the game tonight, um, I was wondering if you'd speak to the impact of Dennis, but also just how much more fun do you guys have when when you guys are are playing connected that way and a little bit closer to being whole as a team? Well, I mean, obviously Dennis gives us an automatic spark. I mean, he's just his energy alone uh, gives us a spark. Um, his competitive nature gives us a spark, and obviously we've been shorthanded as of late. So you know, to have another body, a fresh body. Well, wouldn't say fresh when you're out of the game for for a week, uh, but. You know, just to have him back in our lineup and have him back in our locker room just means so much to our to our team. So uh, it was big time in that instance, and uh, everybody just rallied around another. Um, you know, tonight being able to you know play well on the defensive end and also on the offensive end as well. All right, that's uh, LBJ right there. LeBron, as I mentioned, twenty eight points, eleven rebounds, seven assists, four steals, and three block shots. You're listening to KSPN Los Angeles. Uh, 102 to ninety three Lakers over the Blazers. Sedano, LZ, and Cap are giving away cash. To register, text the word MISSION to 40705. Then listen weekdays at 4.30 for your name to be announced. If you call back within 20 minutes, you win. So make sure you listen to Sedano, LZ, and Cap. When we come back, uh, we'll take some phone calls. I know we got a few people that want to uh, give their thoughts on the game. 877-710-ESPN. Plus, we'll hear from Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Stay right here. This is the Pizza at Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. The defensive play of the game is brought to you by Adriana's Insurance. Win and save on your auto insurance, and only Adriana's Insurance can guarantee it. We give you more options, unique offers, and exclusive opportunities to get the coverage you need at the best price. Visit savewithadrianas.com today. Adriana's insurance, more options, no contracts, just savings. Here is the defensive play of the game. Here's Damian Lillard, who only has two points in this third quarter. Another steal by LeBron. Here he is out of the backcourt, got it to Caruso, slam dunk, timeout Portland. And LeBron has taken over defensively for the Lakers, who now lead by six. Los Angeles 73, Portland 67. 
Great team defense by the Lakers. Great individual defense by LeBron James. That's how, by the way, I, I know I, I spent some time and I'm saying Dennis Schroeder did this and Montrez Harrell had that. And look at LeBron, 28 points. Lakers won the game on the defensive side. A lot of players I haven't really, you know, the Carusas of the world played great defense. I thought KCP put some good pressure on the defensive side on guys like Damian Lillard. Uh, Kuzma was all over the place, had 11 rebounds for the Lakers. So a combination of a, a few of these players contributing specifically on the defensive side, that's how Lakers won. So let me not uh, let me not make sure that I'm not giving credit to the Lakers defense because uh, that's that's most on most nights that's going to be the difference of them winning or losing a game. Let me take a few uh, quick phone calls here before we go to uh, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel. Let's start off with Ken in Newport Beach. Ken, appreciate you calling in. Hey, thanks for taking my call. There's no question that Shooter made a big difference. I mean, the whole offense was moving faster. But I'll tell you what, either Frank's been listening to Laker talk or somebody got to him because they didn't take Harrell out in the fourth quarter. And last three games they did, going into the last 30 seconds or so, he was a plus 27. He finished a plus 22, where the guys usually were playing there, which was Mark and Morris, they're a minus 18. I know he's got one year in his contract, but the Lakers better do everything they can to make sure they sign this guy because he is an inspiration and a major, major part of this team. And I am just so excited that he's here. Ken, I appreciate you calling in. And by the way, great observation, the plus 22. I didn't even see that from Montrez. But one of the things that uh, Ken's talking about there, and, and we've mentioned it, and I don't think this is a – um, you know, any breaking news or anything. Yeah, I, I want to see Montrez play more minutes. I, I feel like every time Montrez, if Montrez plays 20 to 25 to 30 minutes a night, and I think with the, with Anthony Davis out, he should be playing 30 minutes a night, um, you're probably going to have a good vibe on the floor. Guys uh, taking offensive charges, bringing energy, crashing the glass, all those little things that might not show up, show up on the box score every single night. Uh, so good observation on that front. Um uh, let's go to uh, Manuel and Gardino. What's going on, Manuel? Thank you for uh, thanks for calling in. What do you think of the win? All night, Allen. The flea stack. My man, repping San Diego by way of L.A. Los Angeles Lakers voice. How the hell are you, my man? They needed this tonight, Manuel. They needed this. So I, I think uh, absolutely. I think everyone kind of feels good about tonight's win. You know, I mean, so. I'll say it wasn't a must win, but it's always to get back on the right track. Mm -hmm. You know, it's always good to get back on the right track. Like Ken was saying, you know, it's nice to see when Schroeder's like making it faster. Maybe it was the guy before, I don't know. Schroeder makes the game move a little faster. Uh, What can you say about Alex Caruso, Mm -hmm. man? I mean, it seems to me that he, ever since he's put on the Laker gear, he always seems to be that X factor. And uh, I agree, man. Harold, I, I would lock up Harold and Schroeder. I mean, hey, the merch is going to bring in extra money. Lakers need to get this dynasty in full motion. Please stack. Love you, my man. Appreciate you calling in. Thank you, Manuel. Um, real quick on the uh, on the Montrez Harold, or I'm sorry, the Dennis Schroeder part. Yeah, the key too when he's in, it just gives LeBron a breather. Give LBJ just a second to catch his breath. 
And I know, look, the world's not going to end if you win this game or you lose this game tonight, but can they get on some type of a – maybe they can go on a four-game winning streak here before they get to the all-star break. I'm sure everybody would feel good about that. And uh, one down, three to go. Let's put it that way. Um, all right, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel on the Lakers' nine-point win over the Blazers. Frank, wanted to ask you about LeBron's defense tonight and would love it uh, you'd be as specific as, uh, as you'd like. Yeah, well, uh, you know, when you're playing against Dame, you know, it's it's not just a guy on Dame, you know, that, that's required to try to slow him down. You know, your bigs have to be active. And, you know, how um, how active we are defensively, how vocal we are defensively uh, behind that uh, double team, you know, is is everything in trying to slow down this team. And, you know, Bron leads us uh, like a middle, middle linebacker, uh, leads our defense in that regard. So, you know, when we're double teaming and, and he's either splitting the double team or, uh, or hitting the roller, uh, getting behind the, the double team, you know, to have Brown on the backside, commanding coverages, uh, but also making, you know, charge, you know, charge type plays, block shots, and then defensively on the glass. Um, he was huge for us tonight. And how much, how much did you think the offense was just correlated with that defense, Frank, and, and runouts and momentum and all that? And, and what did you think on that side of the floor? Yeah, it's, it's all tied together, you know, and there's, you know, there's a lot of talk about, you know, what we're not doing offensively. Uh, the last few games, we haven't defended well enough. And because when we defend well enough and, and we get stops and the whistle doesn't blow and our offense is, is uh, flowing in transition, uh, we're able to attack before the defense is set. And uh, I think you saw that tonight, especially in the second half. We, we stopped fouling and uh, we ended up with 23 fast break points. That's when we're at our best. Bill? Frank Dennis obviously had a good night scoring the ball, but where did you see his biggest impact in his first game back? Yeah, it's, really, it's really a two-way thing. You know, uh, he gives us a punch and you know, make a shot and, and create a shot uh, when we need a, when we have a little bit of a drought. Uh, but what he's able to do defensively for us, um, you know, every time down the floor, whether he's on the ball or on the weak side, you know, he just has great speed, great defensive tenacity, and uh, it really sets the tone for us. So I, I would say that, that his impact was felt mostly on the defensive end. Kyle. Hey, Frank, I have two questions, but they're sort of related. One, you know, in the third quarter, you guys had five steals. and LeBron had three of them. I was wondering what you feel like the, the big adjustment was specific to getting those turnovers. And then to you sort of touch on it, but, you know, Mark and Dennis and, and Trez have not, were not in that playoff series and, you know, aren't familiar with what you guys did. What do you think that their integration on the defense in this game says about how they're kind of coming together with the group defensively? Yeah, well, I think uh, I think with those guys, they're they're trying to uh, trying to pick it up, and I, I think tonight was a testament of of where we're at with that. You know, we started slow, uh, getting getting the ball sent where we want it, and uh, you know, as the game went on, in particular at halftime, that was a big big focal point of our halftime film. Um, you know, was just making sure we're sending Dame, you know, to our bigs and to the help, and um, and once we got that communication from our bigs and got our guards really. Uh, taking care of their their side of it, you know, we did a much better job uh, in those pick and rolls, and you know that's what uh, that's what we're seeing with our bigs. They're uh, they're growing within our system. Dan, Frank, maybe it's just simplistic. You know, when a team plays better, they, they look better, and they look like they're having more fun, and they look like they're having a, a kind of a, a better spirit. But did did you see any of that tonight? Just kind of a different sort of end energy level and a different sort of, I guess maybe joy in playing. Um, well, I think I think. Throughout the game, yes, uh, we've had the mindset even through this losing streak that we've been on uh, to enjoy each other and to have fun. 
you know, we come into each, each game, you know, still still having a mindset, hey, let's go out there and have some fun. You know, let's enjoy the game. Let's get after it defensively. Uh, get out and run. And, um, you know, when you start seeing guys not having fun, it's because we're down. And I don't think there's a team in the league that's going to have fun when they're down. So <laughs> uh, our, our group is, uh, has stayed lifted. Uh, we stayed uh, believing in ourselves. And, you know, we were able to get a big win tonight. But, um, you know, we've got another tough opponent coming in here on Sunday. Dave. Right, you've mentioned, I think LeBron's mentioned as well, that during this time when you don't have Anthony Davis and obviously you didn't have Dennis for uh, several games before tonight, you don't need anybody to like do it all themselves, but just everybody chip in. What did you see out of you know, Kyle Kuzma, whether it was hitting the glass or uh, Talon getting a couple blocks or um, some of the other, um, you know, Alex Caruso making some plays, some of the other guys chipping in tonight? Yeah, I think everybody that played impacted the game. You know, uh, Mark had some great defensive sequences, uh, hit a big three in, in the second quarter. Um, you know, I think Kuz, you mentioned it with his offensive rebounding, really presents a problem for, for opposing teams. You know, he had five for, uh, coming from the perimeter. Uh, Trez had five offensive boards and provided a score and punch. KCP, KCP and Alex, you know, obviously they played against Dame in the, in the playoffs last year. So that experience and what they're able to do on the defensive end. And, you know, I thought Talon, you know, got, got some uh, – is some good minutes in the first half too, you know, with uh, going to the basket and uh, what he's able to do on a defensive end. West contributed. Everybody contributed to the win tonight. Couple more, Jovan. Hey, Frank. Um, you guys haven't been getting to the free throw line as much with, with AD and Dennis out, uh, but tonight Dennis had nine free throw attempts. What, what did you see in, in terms of his penetration and, and what did that do for you guys offensively? Yeah, he's one of the quickest guys in the league and, you're right. We've been averaging 17 free throw attempts per game, you know, coming into this over the last five, I think. So, uh, you know, it was a focal point to uh, to, to be more in, intentional and in attacking the paint and, um, you know, using your shot fakes, you know, all, this, all the types of things that can get us free throws. We still can do a better job of it. But Dennis's ability to beat, beat his own man off the bounce is very unique. Uh, he's one of the best in the league at it and really creates a problem for the defense. Last question, Harrison. Frank, you mentioned last game that you were trying to keep Caruso or THT on the floor with LeBron, just to have another ball handler out there, there with him. And then tonight you got Dennis back. Like, I was just wondering how you felt you've been able to kind of save his legs with that or what impact you've seen from having that second ball handler out there with him over the last two games. Yeah, the score didn't reflect it last game, um, you know, but I, I think uh, in both of these two games, um, you know, that's something we're trying to get accomplished, you know, where, where LeBron doesn't have to do as much. Uh, within his minutes, you know, that he can play off the ball more. Um, you know, we wanted to play with, uh, play through the post even a little bit more tonight. Um, you know, have either Alex or Dennis, you know, or if it's, if it's tailing at times, but mostly Alex and Dennis tonight, uh, initiating the offense, um, just lightening that load a little bit. And uh, I thought it paid dividends. Um, one of the things that I would say uh, that Coach mentioned there, and talking about kind of a group effort or whatever the case is, um, Lakers are going to need it in these final three games that they have left before uh, the All-Star break. So let's do this when we come back. If you want to be a part of the uh, Pizza Lakers Lakers postgame show, phone number is 877-710-ESPN. 
I want to talk a little bit of uh, this Warriors game against Steph Curry on Sunday and then only two more games after that. So how the Lakers can finish this final stretch. Uh, stay right here. I'm Alan Sliwa, and this is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details points in the paint all season long is sponsored by vista paint right now local residents can take 40 percent off on factory direct high quality vista paint products a vista paint team member will show you how locally owned manufactured and operated since 1956 vista paint lakers 52 to 30 on the Portland Trailblazers points in the paint. You know, I, I, I will say defensively for the Lakers on Damian Lillard. So Dame dropped 24 in the first half, had ended up with uh, 30, I want to say 35 points, 35 or 33, uh, ended up with 35 points. But a lot of that kind of came towards the end when the game was already in hand for the Lakers. Uh, great defense in the second half by the Lakers and great great defense by the Lakers overall. And if you really kind of look at this game, you know, a few things stood out to me. Of course, Dennis Schroeder coming back. Um, Ken in Newport Beach, I thought, had a great point of really just kind of highlighting Montrez Harrell's energy and, and what he was able to do for the Lakers. Um, I have not done a good enough job talking about Kyle Kuzma and the 11 rebounds that he grabbed tonight and just his activity all over the glass. Um, and then LeBron's night. You know, LBJ, I mentioned, forget the 28, 11, and 7. I love how I could just easily try to forget that. Uh, but his four steals and his three block shots were obviously big. Uh, bench points, 35-13. to 13. It's just a good team win. Just overall a good team win for the Lakers. And I, I talked about this, and I, I think this is the perfect time, to, uh, perfect time to get into it. I mentioned that we got three games left before the All-Star break. Two of them are here at Staples Center. Two of them are against playoff teams that are right in the thick of the Western Conference and playing good basketball. You know, I, I want to give um, proper credit where it's due. And uh, the Golden State Warriors, I don't think many thought they'd be sitting at 19-15 and 15 right now. You know, no Clay Thompson. 19-15 uh, and 15, sitting at a solid seventh spot. By the way, a lot of teams right behind them. Denver is 17-15. Dallas is 15-16. and 16. You got... Some teams uh, knocking on the door, but the Golden State Warriors—they're seven and three in their last ten games, so they're playing some good basketball. Uh, Golden State on Sunday, and then the Phoenix Suns coming up on Tuesday. Phoenix twenty-one and eleven. I mean, if Phoenix, Phoenix playing that game to try to sneak into that number three spot, Lakers are twenty-three and eleven, so uh, they're a game out. It just kind of shows you how key all these games just become. Um, not necessarily just for the Lakers, but teams that the standings mean everything to them. Um, can the Lakers go on a three-game winning streak or a four-game winning streak here to uh, to close out the um, close out the first half of the season? Sacramento is how things will will finish up, and that game is going to be on Wednesday. But that's it. After that, the Lakers will be on break until March 12th, and then things really start getting interesting. 
I was seeing something yesterday on uh, Spectrum. I think they said the Lakers' second-half schedule, fourth toughest in the NBA. So you're going to have some tough games. You're going to have some battles. You're going to have games that you know will be statement games. But I think right now, just if the Lakers can just finish off, if you could finish off the schedule in front of you, maybe you go on a four-game winning streak before uh, you get into the All-Star break. Then you kind of start thinking big picture here. We'll see when Anthony Davis comes back. But I, I do think that's um, that's something to keep an eye on. I think that's something where you know we're certainly paying attention to how the Lakers finish things off and. They got some help tonight, certainly got it with Dennis Schroeder, and, th- and that certainly made a big difference. Um, you know, it will be interesting, too. You got Steph Curry when he comes into town on Sunday. It just feels like Lakers are playing great point guards after pr- great point guards. So Damian tonight, Steph Curry coming up on Sunday, and then you still got um, Chris Paul, De'Aaron Fox to finish out the uh, the final two games. And this is what makes a guy like Dennis Schroeder so important for the Lakers. This is what makes a guy like Dennis Schroeder so key for the Lakers because there's so many good guards in the Western Conference. And Schroeder can play both sides of the ball. You heard LeBron say he just kind of adds this certain tempo to the game that is, uh, that's critical. Let's just put it that way. It's critical. Okay, uh, Alex Caruso. Um, I want to get to Alex Caruso here. Uh, Lakers over the Portland Trailblazers. Caruso, a big part of the uh, nine-point win. 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 steals. Here's AC on his 30-minute uh, performance and the 9-point win. Hey, Alex. Um, when it comes to having Dennis back tonight, you're the only player, I believe, on the team that has gone through the NBA health and safety protocols. So knowing what that kind of stretch is like and then being ready for that first game back especially, what impressed you most about Dennis and what he was able to bring here that first game back? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how many minutes he played, but he, he played so well. You know, I think he had maybe had like seven or nine first quarter points, and he had I don't even know if he's touched a basketball in six to seven days. So, uh, you know, he's a true professional. Um, that's what he does. But, you know, I just he, – he never seemed to get tired beforehand, and then he came back tonight and played probably 25 to 30 minutes, whatever he did, and then played phenomenally. Um, for you guys, I know you spoke a lot uh, with Mike Trudell from the basketball standpoint as it pertains to tonight. So kind of going a different direction. When you look ahead to these final three games before All-Star, getting back in the win column tonight, how much of an emphasis as a team is it for you guys to just continue the course, the winning ways, and wanting to go into break on a high note? Yeah, just trying to right the ship, you know. Um, every every season is going to have a low point, a couple of low points here and there. There's so many games, you know, eventually it catches up with you where – other teams play well and you maybe don't play your best and, and you know it's just a bad stretch of games and like we kept preaching we're just going to try and figure it out get better and better and, you know we held them to 93 points tonight um i don't know what dame ended up with but but i know we made it a lot harder for him in the second half uh just try to find a way to win you know and and, and having dennis back with some fresh energy that that helped us a lot but you know Trez did a great job Bron played well Kuz always active um along with all the other guys you know we just had great effort all night Thanks, Alex. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, a reminder to please raise your hand if you do have a question. Let's go to Eric Lampkins. Yeah, Alex, Eric Lampkins with the Culver City News. Uh, you, you've played, can you hear me all right? Yeah. <clears throat> you've played with two of the game's biggest names in LeBron James and the late Kobe Bryant. Um, how are they similar? How are they different? And what are you able to take from the wisdoms and lessons that they've imparted? 
Uh, I never played with uh, with Kobe. He was he was gone here before I uh, I came in. But I mean, just from watching him, I think I can answer your question. Just you know, you you can recognize greatness every time you see it. You know, it's just something that stands out, um, regardless of what game it is, what night it is, where you are in the season, on the road, at home. Uh, greatness stands out, and, and you know, I mean. LeBron's in that conversation with the greats for a reason. You know, it's night in, night out for him. And I think that's something that the best players of all time do. You know, they, they bring it every night because they have to, they hold themselves to high standards. All right, that's uh, Alex Caruso right there. Lakers over the Portland Trailblazers, 102-93, to the final score. When we come back, I do want to spend a little bit more time uh, previewing the Lakers and the Golden State Warriors coming up on Sunday. Plus, uh, we'll go through some of the different NBA scores from uh, the games earlier today. Uh, stay right here. This is the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. 102-93, to the final score. Lakers over the Portland Trailblazers. Let me just highlight a couple uh, of the games earlier from earlier today, most of the games will have some type of impact to the Lakers. Uh, Celtics beat the Pacers 118 to 112. Jazz lost tonight. They're now 26 and 7. They lose to the Heat 124 to 116. Suns keep rolling. Um, Lakers are playing them on Tuesday. They're 21 and 11 now on the season. They beat the Bulls 106 to 97. And yesterday, the Clippers lost by 28 to Memphis. Tonight, they return the favor. They win by 20. So they're 24 and 11. They got a little bit of a lead on the Lakers. Uh, and the last one, Golden State over the Hornets, uh, 130 to 121. Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors coming to uh, Staples Center this upcoming Sunday. Uh, quick reminder on that game: that's a 3:30 pregame show, 5 p.m. tip-off. So earlier than uh, than usual. Uh, Dennis Schroeder on the night was fantastic. Hasn't played in four games. 22 points, three rebounds. Also went nine of nine from the free throw line. Here's Dennis Schroeder on the Lakers' win over the Blazers. Yeah, hey, Dennis. So, so the Lakers had a certain game plan for Lillard that they used in round one of the postseason last year, and I, I just wondered for you coming in, um, you know, how much of that that you saw and how much of that just fit in with the style that you played defensively and how did that impact tonight's game? I mean, he had 30, so um, he's a hell of a player. Uh, I mean, one of the top guards uh, in this league. And, um, you know, it's going to take more than one guy to defend him. And I think uh, in the second half, we did a better job um, defensively as a team um, to stop him and to make somebody else score the basketball. And uh, I think that's the reason why we won. You got to the free throw line nine times tonight and just wondered how you felt after a week of not playing basketball, how you got into the game and, uh, and then how, how you feel now having played tonight. I mean, you know, I just, uh, like I always say, you know, I try to do, you know, my part that the team get the W that night, you know, that, that day. So, I mean, bring the energy on the defensive end, you know, uh, play with pace on the offensive end. 
be aggressive. And uh, I think that's what we did. And that's what I did. And we had some pace, you know, finally had some pace, touching the paint, you know, AC, Taylor. Um, I think we need more uh, of that, you know, from uh, all the guards and all the players, you know, to be confident and um, just uh, make some plays. Dan? Hey, Dennis. Um, how much can you tell us about this last week and, and kind of what got you into the, the protocols, what you were able to do, um, how you were able to, to stay somewhat ready to play, and, and what was it also like kind of watching the team struggle with that? I mean, it hurts, first off. Um, I mean, I never had COVID. Tested negative the whole time. Um, uh, the situation is what it is, um, but I mean, the NBA, I think, got to do better um, just to that. Uh, of course, yeah, and uh, I think uh, <laughs> they for sure need to be better. Um, I mean, I tested negative the whole time. You know, I never had positive. Um, they they got to figure that out for sure. Uh, that's one thing, but I don't want to go deep into that. Um, what was the other question? I mean, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I mean, it's, it's, it sucks to see my teammates, you know, uh, struggle um, through that, you know, five-game losing streak. Being at home, uh, watching the game, um, you know, I had my thoughts, you know, sharing it with my teammates, you know, while text or via text. But, you know, I'm happy now to be back and uh, try to get, you know, everything I have, you know, to um, get some Ws again. So I'm happy and you just going to keep going forward. Kyle Goon. Hey, Dennis. So, so last Thursday, Frank was telling us about an hour and a half before the game. He was very excited to see you uh, against Kyrie. And then, like, maybe 15 minutes later, the news comes out. I was wondering how suddenly before that game did you learn that, that you were going to have to go into quarantine, go into the protocols, and, and how much of a surprise was it for you at that time? Me, I was inside the arena already, you know, in the car. Bob calling me and say, you might not be able to play. So, I mean, that's, you know, one of the top teams in the NBA to not play against them. Um, like I said before, it hurts, you know, I'm a competitor and uh, just wanted to compete, you know, um, with my team against a good team. And I mean, it is what it is now, you know, but um I'm look, looking forward to it, you know, to to play with my teammates um, day in, day out, you know, just, you know, be competitive with them and try to get dubs. A couple more. Um, Bill Orm. Hey, Dennis. Uh, LeBron was just talking to us about uh, the, the comments Zlatan had made about uh, athletes speaking out on issues. And I was curious for your perspective, if, if you have one, um, on, on those is, is, is culturally, is it different in Europe in terms of how stars are expected to take on a, a role talking out about social justice or, or politics, um, from, from like American athletes? Not sure. To be honest, uh, I think we can use our platform, you know, every athlete can use their platform, um, you know, to make change and try to make change in this world because, uh, but I mean, end of the day, you know, everybody got their opinion and uh, Slater, you know, he's a, he's a little different, you know, um, unique player, 
unique, uh, you know, character. So, um, I mean, yeah, that's it pretty much. Last question, Dave. That's two quick ones. Uh, first, who were you found to be um, in violation of contact tracing protocol with? What's that? Who were you found to have been in violation of contact tracing protocol with? Oh, somebody in my house. Okay. No, uh, I mean, it, it wasn't, it test, uh, the test came back positive. Then we put that back in negative. Did another one positive, put it back in negative. So I, I, I don't know at this point. And that was all on the day of the Nets game that the positive negatives were going back and forth? Yeah, I mean, that's what they say. Okay. Um, my follow-up is uh, tonight, like how much were you looking forward to getting back out there to try to stem the tide and, and get this team back to where they'd been for the first month of the, of the season? I mean, my wife, you know, uh, when I got up today, uh, she said, you, you, you seem like you're happy all day, even before the game. I was like, what do you mean? Uh, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I look forward to it. You know, um, I missed, you know, my teammates, coaches, just the whole, you know, routine we have going into the facility, you know, um, work. I mean, it was, it was just, you know, hard for me to be in the house, you know, in my guest house, in my own house, in my guest house. Uh, being there by myself, you know, uh, playing video games, workout. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it sucked. Um, but now, you know, I'm finally back, you know, and, um, you know, we don't want it to happen again, you know. All right, that's uh, Dennis Schroeder right there, uh, giving his thoughts on the game and then also obviously being out for uh, for those seven uh, seven days and missed four games for the Lakers. Lakers went 0-4. Um, you know, the, the key right now, uh, by the way, Lakers 102 to 93 over the Blazers. The key right now for the Lakers is just finishing off this all-star break on a positive note, getting to that all-star game uh, coming up here. And, and you got three, only three games left. Can, can you finish going four? No, I think it would just send such a positive message to this Lakers team. Um, and that's not to say that, you know, it's a lock to make it happen. I, I really think the Warriors, who are playing some good basketball right now on Sunday, will be ready to go against the Lakers. Don't forget, Lakers had a 16-point lead when they played them back on December 28th. Lakers blew that lead. Lakers had a 14-point lead in the fourth quarter, and they blew that lead. So as we get ready for the game on Sunday and then Tuesday against the Phoenix Suns, it's not going to be a walk in the park. But, man, I will tell you, I feel a lot more confident Lakers can – uh, come out on the positive end with uh, with Dennis Schroeder in the lineup than I did when he was out. So um, we'll kind of let things play out from here. Uh, that's our next broadcast. So make sure this Sunday, a pregame show at 3.30, tip-offs at 5. So just a reminder that the game will be a couple hours earlier than it usually is. And uh, just a quick plug, tomorrow, Dr. Clapper, the weekend warrior from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. It will be uh, Dr. Clapper's 10-year anniversary of doing the show, the weekend warrior show. Uh, as always, we greatly appreciate everybody being a part of the show. Lakers over the Blazers, 102-93, to the final score. I'm Alan Sliwa, and this has been the Pizza Hut Lakers postgame show on 710 ESPN.